we come back to a brand new episode, a new dawn, a new day, a new life for us. And I'm feeling fine. Bum, ba-dum, ba-dum. But you know that song, right? Come on. Are you kidding me? I mean, I might, but I'm not recognizing Birds in the sky, you know how I feel. Da-da-da-da, you know how I feel. And I'm feeling good. Bum, ba-da. It's like a big brass. Come on. When was the song me? released? Like 50s. Uh, yeah. I probably heard it, but I don't recognize yeah. it from what you're giving me here. Michael Bublé did a famous cover of it. Oh my God. I am uh, blanking on the original artist. Michael Bubbles. Um, Mike I think it's Bubbles. Nina Simone. Yep. Nina Simone. Um, yeah, so brush up. There's a lot of music to brush up on, like way too much music to brush up on. Right. And I'm not perfect either. I still have a lot that I need to catch up on, but I mean, I know the main ones. You know, the big, the big five. The the big five. Yeah, the big I'd five. I'd say that's, I think that's probably, I don't want to dwell on this too much. I don't want to make fun of you. All I'm saying <laughs> is, the reason why I brought up that song is because I acknowledge last episode was bad on my end. I was not <laughs> in it. Um, I, I will say we're doing a back-to-back episode recording today. Um, the previous episode was also recorded on the same day. And in between episodes, I got a little pepped up, you know? I turned on the song Lose Yourself by Eminem and kind of bounced around my room a little bit. I was like, oh. all right, let's get, let's, get, let's get ready. And I am in it to win it. I That's restarted it. my computer because it kept freezing and I had to force quit Photoshop. We all have things we have to do. Yeah. Yeah. To improve ourselves, become you better. Yours become more technical, mine's more mental. Yeah. Got a glass of water. I'm ready to do this. It has That's Packers on it. Yeah. Packers. Kinda I'm not random. a big Packers guy, um, yeah. but the person who owns this house is and I have his glass. There you have it. There you go. That'll do it. Anyway. Oh, speak. Whoa. That's a great transition. Let's just jump into it. Today we're talking about football, baby. Welcome to No Good Ideas. Football, football, football. We're talk, football, we're talk, it's what we say. It's what we say all the time. Football, football, football. Football. It's Welcome all paying off. It's all worth it. It's, yeah, all the, makes sense the, now. The bit is worth it. Welcome to No Good Ideas, the podcast where we talk about bad ideas through our history and pop culture. Uh, and my name's Brad Lee Miller. Thank you very much. And that is Hank Farr. Lee Miller. Hank, Hank Lee Farr. That's me. Middle name? What's your middle I, I, I'm not I just, saying my middle name for the podcast. <laughs> okay. I'm not giving them my full legal name. Okay. <laughs> Sure. All right. You guys anyway, have to live uh, with that mystery. What's up? I understand not giving your middle name on a public forum, but what was up growing up like us not revealing our middle names to people? Was that a thing? Like in elementary school, be like, oh, you have to guess my middle name. I'm not going to tell you my middle name. Yeah. I got a dank middle name. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, my middle name is pretty sweet, too. I don't know. I mean, I've just been raised on try to give away as little personally identifiable information as possible. I think your middle name is not really one of those. Yeah, but, but the thing is, but it's like on the playground at school, people, like, that doesn't matter. It makes you mysterious. 
Makes you a mysterious Why would you want to be mysterious character. in third grade? I don't That's know. You lo- watched a TV show with a mysterious character and he went, That's you me. See Batman once and all of a sudden you're not That's giving me. out your middle name. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And even watch yeah. kids watch Batman, they're like, I I need to have my secret. My secret that only those those at night see. My secret identity. My middle name. Brian. My middle name is Brian. Nobody can know my deepest, darkest knowledge. Right. Yeah. I know some people with dank middle names and are like, meh. And I'm like, come on. Like, I know someone with the middle name Ichabod. That's a dank middle name. Are you yeah. kidding me? Ichabod. That's pretty, pretty radical. Woo! Inject that into my veins as a name. But today we're not talking about Wait middle until Ichabod turn is, is uh, the new name of some horrific drug and you're going to wish you hadn't said that. Oh God! Yeah, in- inject inject Ichabod straight into my veins. That's going to age very poorly. You're going to be the first person to have ever said that. I will say, but not the yeah, last. I, I was kind of ahead, but I'll I'll just say it. If there's a drug and the nickname for it is Ichabod, how bad can it be? Probably pretty bad. <laughs> All right, but that's it's probably a pretty. pretty sick that name. sounds like a drug that would kill you instantly. It's like if a drug's named Sharon. Like, how bad can it be? Sharon is. <laughs> but that, that that being said, there is a drug called Molly, so maybe I should. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I you know me, I'm big into drugs, but today I'm bigger into even football, baby. Football, football, football. You know the Super Bowl is coming up, and Super Bowl the football is on the mind, on the mind. The Seahawks are playing yeah, right now, and they are currently oh. they were in a. Uh, a situation where they could win and I'm live going to check and see if the Seahawks have won. Oh, they tied it up and there's 40 seconds left in the fourth and oh, I'm missing this. You are you are going to have that <laughs> in the back of your mind this whole episode. Just, the whole episode, see. my mind's going to be what, what are the, because the Seahawks have to win this and the Lions have to win oh. for us to move on. Um, the Lions have to, are you playing against the Lions? No, but the the way I had, I don't really know how the whole process works, but the Lions have to win tonight as well for us to move on. Huh? It's the, so you're the, the, whole, the Lions? Have they played technically? Yet? Yeah. Uh, oh no, because that's the big Sunday. Anyway, we're not talking about football. We're talking about football. Um, and sure, today's oh. story is technically about college football. And by the time this episode, hey. Com- hey yeah, I'm, I'm kidding. I don't have a problem with college football. Which is we're hey, talking about NFL. You know, it, 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 by the time this episode comes out, the season will already be done and the championship will be done. Um, but we're going to press on, okay? And I, I even swapped out my hat. I got my Boise State Broncos hat going on here. Yeah, it's a pretty nice hat. I like it. Yeah. Um, but today we're taking a look at a big game and not any big game, but the big game. We're taking it all the way back to 1982. Michael Jackson's Thriller was blasting on the radio. E.T., a box office hit. Tylenol capsules laced with potassium cyanide kills seven in Chicago. 1982, (laughs) baby. And the Stanford and UC Berkeley are gearing up for the big game. The big game. It's called the big game. Super play. It's what the college Super Bowl is. No. Ultra play. uh, it is that is wrong on so many levels. First of all, Hot the game play. is 
It's not called the hot plate. It is literally just called the big game. That is, it is titled and billed as. I can't as, do that. It's yeah, too generic. It, hey, it, it's, it's not fair. Like, hey, it's one of the oldest college rivalries in the United States. And the first okay. game goes back to freaking 1892. Oh, that's man. before we were born. <laughs> yeah, dinosaurs didn't even exist yet. Yeah, they're coming later. Those are in the yeah. what, 50s. Um, Those anyway, are the sequel. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, and it's always between those two schools. It's it's that rivalry. Um, and fun fact, as a Stanford student, future president Herbert Hoover helped organize the first big game. Wow. Yeah. That was actually the the one thing he ran on to gain the presidency was that I organized the big game, and everybody's like, this this guy, this, <laughs> this guy, guy fucking rocks. Wow, he's got the he's got the freaking. <laughs> That's how you get the Berkeley. A- That's how you get the Cal and the Stanford vote. The Cal and Stan, as they call it. Anyway, uh, so the fun fact <laughs> also about that first big game: they originally planned to sell ten thousand tickets to the first one, but over okay. twenty thousand people showed up. Uh, wow. So they literally had to find like flower pots and pans and buckets to collect all the money they were getting. Which, hey, that's a pretty good problem to have. Yeah, seriously, yeah, yeah. Oh, what was I? I need flower oh, no. pots to collect the excess money I'm being offered. We're oh, making too oh, much money. We need oh, to slow down. Oh, no. <laughs> but back to the present day. And by present day, I mean 1982 and not the present day. So they're gearing up for the biggest game of the year against the rival. And that could be said for both sides. Um, like every big game, uh, the team that comes up on top gets to keep the Stanford Axe which is what you guessed it, an axe. It is this axe that goes back and forth between the winning team of that game. Um, Stanford, uh, besides like a pretty axe, there's even more at stake to this game. Uh, Stanford had their star quarterback, John Elway, and this was his last regular season game of his college career. If Stanford wins, he would be a shoe-in for the Heisman Trophy. I mean, he's pretty dang good. Wow. Yeah. And I but think there was even more at stake. Yeah. The big gummy bear. The three-foot-tall gummy bear they were both fighting for. What? Don't forget the big gummy bear. <laughs> Where does... That, what is... What are you... What is going on? <laughs> this is a shitty Where? bit that I... I was trying to make up a third prize. <laughs> shitty bit. Thank you, look. Okay. I thought it would be funny if football players were all fighting over a big gummy bear they wanted to eat. Hey, I mean, that wouldn't surprise me if that was like, I mean, in the rivalry in Boise is Boise State and Fresno State, and they're fighting over a milk can. So anything goes. Milk can? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's. I think Big Gummy Bear is funnier and better. Big Gummy Bear. The Big Gummy Bear. I work for Big Gummy Bear. Anyway, but for Cal, (laughs) for UC Berkeley. Uh, going into this game, they're not invited to any bowl games. And keep in mind, this isn't what we have now where there's like 47 bowl games where there's like the Cheez-It Bowl or like the the freaking, the one here, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, which I think is probably, that's a dank one. Yeah, it's um, pretty cool. Bad idea about that famous Idaho Potato Bowl. It's dank. It's in Boise, Idaho. It's on the Boise State turf. So it's blue. It's fun. But it's freaking at like 1 p.m. on a Tuesday. Yeah. What what's up with that? Right. Can't so watch I was just it. like right. I was at work and I had it on. I'm like, man, that'd be fun if this was like <laughs> on a weekend. I'd totally go to this game anyway. Yeah. That's besides that's besides the point. Um 
for we Cal. Got two, uh, two for one bad ideas today about football. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they weren't invited to any bowl games. There was only like 16. But if they win this game, they would for sure be eligible. So there's a lot at okay. stake for both teams. Okay. And, and stakes like this, the students will riled up. I couldn't say that word. Uh, each, school, each school has their own traditions for the week leading up to the game. At Cal, they have a giant rambunctious bonfire at their outdoor Greek amphitheater where they perform Great. chants, sing songs, uh, p- perform poetry too. Like they have like these like poets. Poetry for football. Well, it's these poems like these epics that are passed down through the huh. years that are told. Which is pretty sick. That's uh, they also, cool. It's pretty cool. They also burned a John Elway effigy, which I think is pretty funny. Um, yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, anyway. Uh, okay. <laughs> Stanford also had a bonfire, but it was scrapped in the 90s due to the area that was taking place. Uh, it was a habitat for a vulnerable lizard in California. So they Ooh, kind of... And yeah. California plus fires generally isn't a good pairing. Well, I mean, Cal did it. But anyway... Uh, but then uh, that being said, that's, actually, that's in true. the future, they had to like stop doing it and then they made it like a steel fire. Anyway, it was a, it was a whole thing. That's huh. besides the point. Okay. But the students that were debatably the most excited for this game were the Stanford Marching Band. We've talked about them before. Do you remember talking about the Stanford Marching Band? No. I think what, it was with Rosalie during of? our mascots episode. Um, oh. but if you remember the Stanford tree, that is the mascot of Stanford is not the mascot of Stanford, but is the marching band mascot. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy that they've got a separate one. Didn't know yeah. that was a thing that was possible. Yeah. N- neither did I, but th- we've talked about them, but they're, they're a curious bunch. They build themselves as the world's largest rock and roll band. And mm. they're they're known for pulling pranks and overall hijinks at different events that they play at. They have like colorful painted instruments. They have wacky outfits, and they coordinate their team and shows to make fun of their opponent a lot. Like <laughs> uh, I saw when they dressed up as leprechauns at a Notre Dame game, or there was this one at the Rose Bowl one year. Uh, this was later down the line, but the Rose Bowl uh, against Iowa during their halftime show. They like made fun of farmers and made like a lot of Iowans upset because they had like yeah. this like sad <laughs> farmer and they had like this giant cow that was like dancing. It was just for because it was Iowa. Um, <laughs> and it was it upset people so much that it prompted a bill by Iowan lawmakers about sportsmanship. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> if you look it up, it's not really like funny. You're just like, oh. That's like, what I was going to say. I was like, when it. you said yeah. making fun of the team, I was like, this sounds like it could go south quickly. Right. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about them, in all honesty. <laughs> but anyway, uh, usually at large schools like this, getting into the marching band is like an uber competitive process. Like at UW, yep. it's like super Definitely. competitive. I remember that. Um, and only the best get in. But at Stanford, you don't need to know how to play an instrument to join. If you're willing to learn, they'll just let you in, which I think is awesome. But also reminds me of of Evelyn. Remember when we did Oops All Games numbered dose? Um, Evelyn was saying that they didn't know how to play and they were in. So it kind of reminds me of that. But it, the Gonzaga marching band and the Stanford marching band, they kind of, they're on two different scales. They're not performing like halftime shows at Gonzaga, but they are like at the Rose Bowl, which I think is funny. 
Um, they are repeatedly the most banned B A N N E D marching band by the NCAA. <laughs> and of course, they go to the big game every year. Uh, it's a, it's a big deal, yeah. of course. No good ideas. We'll be right back. Enough about just talking about the big game. Let's get to the big game. It's November 20th, 1982. It's it's game day. Over 75,000 people were in attendance at California Memorial Stadium at UC Berkeley. It's a lot of people. Hmm. Now, this is the part of the podcast where I have to get it into football terms to describe the game. And if you know me, while I enjoy the game of football, I'm no expert. And speaking of football, I'm going to do a quick little check-in on the Seahawks right now and see how we're doing. Oh, yeah. We're going to overtime, baby. Let's keep on moving. Um, nice. Uh, so I'm going to kind of briefly explain what happens for the majority of this game and what led up to the main subject of what I'm really going to talk about, which is the play at the end of the game, simply known as the play. They really need to come up with more specific names for these things. They are What's, not trying very hard. Once <laughs> you hear about this, you'll see why it's just called the play. Um, wow, so okay. Nothing big happens for the first half of the game. Going into halftime, Cal was up 10-0 on a touchdown and a field goal. Okay. Uh, in the second half, Cal missed another field goal, which turned into an 80-yard drive by Elway to give Stanford a touchdown. They then got another touchdown by running back Vincent White, giving Stanford a brief lead that ended by Cal getting a touchdown and field goal. So now the score was 19-14 with Cal in the lead. We've got a ball game, folks. Are you following? Yeah. yeah. Okay, sweet. I just want to make sure because I'm not. <laughs> uh, there is a failed two-point conversion by Cal and Stanford got another field goal. So Cal was still in the lead, but the score was 19-17. So now we're late into the movie. fourth. Yeah, 1917. That was a great movie. Not not a joke. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's the majority of the game. But now we're late into the fourth quarter. And see how easy you could describe a football game. I just described basically an entire football game in like 20 seconds. Yeah, it doesn't take nothing much. happens in football. It's just commercials anyway, but that's a, that's another thing I couldn't get into. Uh, we're now late into the fourth quarter and Stanford just needs a field goal to win the game. It is very close. Yeah. Uh, Elway overcame an early fourth and long deep in Stanford territory. It got them to Cal's 23 yard line. And I misspelled a lot of words in that sentence, but we're going to keep on going with eight seconds on the clock. Eight seconds, Stanford kicker Mark Harmon lined up for a field goal to kick in, and he made it in. Stanford basically won the game with 2019. Let's go Stanford. Hey, at this, as a, as a, I mean, yeah. it was before the big one. Um, <laughs> at this point, with four seconds on the game clock, UC Berkeley would have to score a touchdown if they wanted to win. There was like no way that was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, the crowd was treating the next four seconds as like a formality. Yeah, so everyone, it, it was at a UC Berkeley, the, the, the stadium there, so it was, a lot of people were upset and they are sad. Uh, Stanford students were going crazy. Now, I'm just going to read the next sequence. This is the next play that happened. This is not exactly happened in four seconds, but this is what happened. Well, like it is happened it, at, with four seconds less so it could like keep going, right? Right, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is, I'm just going to, this is directly from Wikipedia. So yeah. Moen, who is a player on the team, tried and failed to make any progress with the ball. He spotted, I'm just going to say, if you hear a name, that's a, they're, they're a player. He spotted, and you uh, see, I believe you see Berkeley has the ball. Yes. Moen tried and failed to make any progress with the ball. He spotted Rogers to his left and lateraled the ball to him. Rogers was very quickly surrounded, gaining only one yard before looking behind him to Dwight Garner, who caught the ball around Cal 45. Garner ran straight ahead for five yards. Yeah, definitely Cal has the ball, but was surrounded by five Stanford players. However, while being tackled, he managed to pitch the ball back to Rogers. Rogers dodged another Stanford player and took the ball to his right towards the middle of the field, where at least four other Cal play- players were ready for the next pitch. Around wow. Stanford 45, Rogers pitched the ball to Marriott Ford, who caught it in stride. Now, this is where the bad idea comes into play, where I almost spoiled it. Uh, remember yeah. when I said that people just assumed that Stanford had won it? Um, yeah. th- the marching band agreed. All 144 members of the band had already stormed the south end zone onto the field and were ready, like getting ready to set up for their post-game performance. Ugh. So they were storming the field while this play was happening. Oh, no. And the players were heading straight towards them, baby. Oh, no. <laughs> Back to Wikipedia. Ford avoided <laughs> a Stanford player and sprinted upfield while moving to the right of the right hash mark and into the band, which was scattered all over the south end of the field. Around the Stanford 27, three Stanford players smothered Ford, but while falling forward, he threw a blind lateral over his right shoulder. Moen caught it around the 25 and charged towards the end zone. One Stanford player missed him, and another could not catch him from behind. So that happened, which is insane. And I'm going to play the video here in just a second. The players basically started trampling the band members, and one player... Tackled a trombonist. (laughs) (laughs) And he made it into the end zone. It appeared to be a touchdown that would make the final score if counted. It would make it like 25-20. I'm going to go on to YouTube right now. We're on here. It's crazy. I got to see this. Yeah. So I'm literally just going to type in. No, I'm going to type it in here. The play. Yep. <laughs> it's nuts to see. Oh, wow. <laughs> I've watched that a couple times today. It's still mind-blowing to see. It's hard to keep track of what's happening. Exactly. Yeah. Like, the second the band's on the field, I'm surprised they were able to, like, figure out how to make it to the end zone. Like, I lost. Right. It's <laughs> insane. So now, as you can see, Cal students were going crazy, deservedly. But nobody yeah. had any idea what just happened because it's impossible <laughs> to see what just happened. Or if anything that happened counted. And people yeah, exactly. were cheering. People were screaming, yelling. <laughs> the marching band was either in pain or running away. Like... <laughs> Isn't that insane to watch? Yeah, like, that is a bad idea of them to storm the field while the game's still going, because that does make it like, okay, does that count? Like, Right. 
I mean, honestly, it seems like it probably would have been easier for them to make it to the end zone if the band hadn't been there, right? Maybe. Because Maybe. it messed up Stanford as well. And also another thing, yeah. uh, Elway was supposed to, like, take a timeout at four seconds left <laughs> in, the, in the game, but he took it at eight seconds. So if he took the timeout four seconds later, then it would have been impossible for them to make that play. And so it was also on Stanford's end as well. That's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. So what decision did they end up making? I'm actually super intrigued because, yeah, that's that's a confusing, tough situation to navigate. For reasons that I do not have the football knowledge to explain, so please just look it up. The play counted and the final score was 25-20 UC Berkeley. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> they went with it. <laughs> the most insane play ever, and it counted. So because of that play then, and because it counted, the band were players. Yeah. For that moment. Let's, let's count it. They weren't it, supposed yeah. to be there, but they were players on the field <laughs> in an active game. They have a 100% winning streak in the <laughs> Division One college football. That, yeah, honestly, because they, yeah. No, no, they, so. they lost. They lost. But they helped UC Berkeley. Yeah. They have a 100% losing streak is what I meant to say. Yeah, they, 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 but they suck have, really bad. Yeah. Anyway, suck man. Suck super hard. <laughs> it, it breaks my mind even to, to think about it. So yeah, so people are going insane. Obviously, uh, however, Stanford wanted to have the last laugh in all of this. So a few days later following the game, uh, this is a thing, I think it's pretty funny. Some students at the Stanford student newspaper created a fake newspaper, like literally fake news, uh, that said that the NCAA retroactively is taking back their call on the last play and that Stanford actually won the game. And then they made 7,000 copies and distributed them at UC Berkeley. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's so funny. That's really good. <laughs> Which I, I think that's back. hilarious. Yeah. Get them. And also, uh, if in case you're wondering, the trampled trombone is now in the College Football Hall of Fame in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> and that's the that's play awesome. of the game. The big that game. That is one heck of a the play. And speaking of... Yo! Seahawks won! Nice. Let's go! Yippee! Pretty impartial oh, on the Seahawks, but I'm happy for you. <laughs> yeah, you don't root for the Seahawks, do you? Not really, no. How them, Kansas City how them, Chiefs, baby. How them Chiefs doing? Huge fan. Huge fan. Huge it's the same. I, I, I don't want to get into it, but football, it's just so much watching and nothing happens. They won yesterday, which I they, believe... Yeah, they're first in AFC West, so that'll, that'll right. put them in the, nice. in the playoffs. Anyway, yep. but speaking of football, that was my football story. What do you think? Football, football, yeah. football, football, football. Isn't that's, that insane? That's a great football story. That's that's a yeah. lot of fun. That's a fun. Also, them passing it around to each other is always something special to see because they never do that. But when they do, it's like, oh, yeah, right. they can do that. They're a team. They just don't ever try it. Right. I feel like they should try to do that more often. Yeah. Just test I think it out. Work Take together a as a team. Yeah. Like, like if one team in the NFL was just like, all right, we're doing that more regularly, it would make it way more interesting to watch. Yeah. I don't know if they'd win or do better. They probably wouldn't. There's probably a very good reason why they don't do that, but 
Look, look, let's say that you're a team. Let's say that you are. What's a team that's doing poorly in the standings right now? Let's go back to Google over here. All right. <laughs> the New York Jets. It's the New York Jets. You guys haven't done well in a while. And let's say that you did not, you didn't get much different this next year and you kind of know you're not going to do well. Just commit to it. Just say, all right, we're going to do something funny. <laughs> might it, it might work. Yeah. You might all of a sudden be one of the best teams in the league and change the meta of the NFL. Yeah. Have uh, the marching band storm the field. See if that helps. Yeah, yeah. See, apparently it's allowed. Yeah. And then at the end, they'll be like, I didn't know. What a bummer. Yeah, have the cheerleaders storm the field. I think there's actually some cheerleaders, too, oh, on really? the field as well. Yeah, which I think uh, is hilarious. <laughs> that's really anyway. funny. Yeah, so that's the play of the game. What of the Hank, play? I, I think it's time for us to get into some no good or possibly good ideas of the week. But, but, you know, I had a... Tried to make a joke and just... What was the joke you are going to make? I'm not even going to try it. It's just All right. it's not worth it. It wasn't good. I just... I stumbled super hard. And so, it, yeah, dead. Dead. You got to... You got to go first on this one. I, I, oh, really? My momentum is toast. Okay. Freaking torched, if you will. If we're going Dang, for scientific right. metrics. My good idea is the one that I was originally going to make this episode about. Um, but I realized there, the story is a little short. Um, and also it wasn't really a bad idea. It was a great idea. Um, it was a hockey themed episode going back huh. in 2020 about how for a game in 2020, the Carolina Hurricanes were playing against, I believe it was the Maple Leafs, the Toronto Maple Leafs. And their goalie, the goaltender for Carolina got injured. And they're huh. totally in the other, their backup goaltender was also injured so they had no goaltenders they had nobody hmm. oh. and so uh what do you do when you are out of goaltenders who do you call ghostbusters other than that maybe ask the other team to borrow one of theirs a close they asked a 42 year old zamboni driver to fill in in his first nhl game for the hurricanes and they freaking won baby are you yeah, oh that is that <laughs> it's a great idea awesome yeah that is awesome he Th- made that's why it doesn't fit because it's not a bad idea. Well, I, no it seems like a bad idea but that is amazing that he made won. eight saves on 10 shots and this was like two years this ago it was good yeah yeah he was pretty dang good and he beat the freaking maple leaves bud and i i i remember it being news when it happened i wasn't into hockey then and even then i was like this is sick this is awesome that's pretty cool. Yeah. So that's amazing. Hey, good idea. Know, good idea. Shout out to uh, David Ayers. David Ayers, forty-two-year-old from Ontario. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's a good. That's a good. Good idea. I like that. That's a good idea. My good yeah. idea for today is a little bit of a. It's it's a different one. It's sort of a. Here's a good entry point into a hobby kind of thing. Um, recently on my Lego page, I've talked about how I have my Lego page. I reviewed for the holiday season, I reviewed a bunch of $10 stocking stuff for Lego sets. My good idea today is if you've thought a Lego set looks like fun, a big part of their marketing is all these like gigantic sets that are marketed towards adults, these huge collector things. But I think that 
the little $10 Lego sets are where they're at their best. You get so much for $10. You get this little, little thing you could put on your shelf. Funny little Lego dude. And so my good idea for today is if you're considering trying out a hobby, just it's specifically Lego. Like I, I was originally going to do like a $10 Lego set. Like if you're considering trying out Lego, give a little $10 set a try. It's low commitment. They're always fun and they always give great value within the sort of Lego hobby. But also like if you're considering trying out a hobby, just dip your toe in. See if maybe ah. something good comes out. See if you enjoy it. If you've if you've been like watching some videos of TikTok of some hobby, like I don't know, like woodworking or like train layouts or like I don't know, there's a couple I can think of bird watching. I kind of want to do more bird watching. Like just give give a hobby a try. Give a good idea. Could be fun. Hobbies. Often often it, you don't have to spend a ton to to get a good experience with it. And then maybe yeah. once you discover you like it, you'll be willing to spend more on it because often hobbies do become expensive pretty quickly but you should give it a shot yeah it's fun it's good for you good for the heart very good vague you. good idea today but i yeah, think yeah but i like just it just a nice little just encourage you to go try something new follow your heart bud follow your heart all the way into the end zone yeah baby just like in today's episode bradley where can we find you you can find me at no good idea nope that's the podcast you can follow you can uh, I mean, we can do the you, podcast first if you want. All right. You can follow the podcast at No Good Ideas Pod <laughs> on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. That's youtube.com slash at No Good Ideas Pod. Um, you can follow me at Bradley with an E on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, and you can go to brad.rocks to see everything that I've ever done ever. And where can we find you, Hank? You can find my animation work at youtube.com backslash Hank Farr. Watch all of our uh, short films and future films that we've done on there. And you can find my Lego hobbyist work at Far Away Bricks on Instagram. And with that, we switched up the order a little bit, but I think that we've learned some fun stuff about a sport that on this, uh, this here podcast, we all know and love. And Bradley, what sport is that? You want me to do it? We're switching it up. I said, we switched up the order oh, of the God. outro, so we're, you're, you, I'm putting you in command. Okay. What um, sport did we learn about today? Okay. I just, I have to get ready. I was not prepared for this. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. Let me start over. We get this up. Hey, football players aren't prepared for extenuating circumstances like a band running onto their field. You got to be ready for anything. Football? Does that work? Is that what I sound like? No, that's how I, I, that's sound, what I like. sound like. That's what you that's sound how... like. Yeah. You got to talk that's why we. That's why we your ha- That's why we have you do it, but I'm going to try again. We do it. All right, football. one more try. That's just Batman if he's Where's like... Where's football? Where's the football? <laughs> I think that's it. That's it. That's the ending. Where's the football? Because that's what freaking Stanford... That's what freaking Stanford was asking. Hey. hey, where's the football? I can't find it. I bet that.